0: Br- 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 culture
1: We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about uh, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about yeah. pop culture. Literally, yeah. we did. Everything everything, 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 everything is up for discussion, and that's what French culture is
0: about. It's about a thing. Yeah, feel good. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture.
1: you know it's time for us to really put some respect on it um
0: respect my name i ain't gonna say it no more you know what
1: was so funny (laughs) i was listening to it live as it happened and i was thinking this is gonna be some great memes like a lot of people got it after the fact. I got it live. I was listening to The Breakfast Club on my way to Virginia mm. that morning. And Charlamagne was like, we about to have Birdman coming up. You know Birdman don't like me. And then as soon as the commercial break, he was literally on The Breakfast Club. And I was like, what is Birdman talking about? Like, what is
0: happening here? on my name. I ain't going to say it no more. <laughs> But the thing that killed me was dude sound like at the end, like when he folded his arm, it's not like he was crying, right? He was like, <laughs> I ain't going to say it. No. no.
1: He, he was a little child. And Charlemagne was like, did you run up on Ross like that? Or?
0: That was the killer. He was like, did you run up, did you run up on uh, Ross and Trick Daddy like that? And he was like, I'm running up on you. No. <laughs> and Yo. and
1: Charlemagne was like, I'm the, but I'm the radio guy. I'm the radio
0: guy. I'm the radio guy. All these videos, though, people have been killing me. Like Instagram, every time I go on there, it's somebody is like some new video of somebody, then remixed it. It's hilarious.
1: Did you see Anthony Hamilton singers? No. Oh, you gotta see now. I, what I think mean? I tagged you on it. They read. A, they made it a gospel rendition a with the whole interview. <laughs> <laughs> they sound really good, and then Tank he. He got on it, too, and was singing. He has, like, his own version. <laughs> it's funny. I was like, Karen Civil, uh, which is, like, a, a digital media guru yeah, in, yeah. in the hip-hop world. We, we, we know Karen She Civil. was like, if, um, if Birdman was smart, he'll put out a song called Respect on it. Because, you know, she worked closely with Cash Money when she right. first got started. And she still work a lot with Wayne. So it's just like, uh...
0: Respect don't my nose.
1: I can do it because I feel
0: like his ego too big. Yeah. I'm, I know he was probably really pissed Um, seeing how many people go. Well, you know what? I, I did watch because I think that same day he did an interview with Angie Martinez, Um, Power 105 with Angie Martinez. And so I watched. I ain't watched the whole thing. It's like a 40 minute interview. But I watched the whole thing and he was talking about his life story. And so it makes me realize that he, more than like, he, he doesn't move and think about what the internet's gonna say and like people's response to stuff like he 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 really's not and when you realize when I realized because of his story I'm like okay I kind of get why he's like that Um, but yeah I feel like he's not going he doesn't like the whole idea of like what people have to say about him he says he was like he usually just he like don't pay attention to it like a lot of stuff people actually have to come and tell him somebody saying it because he just doesn't listen to it he don't pay attention to it Um, but so, I, I, yeah, I don't think he I don't think he really he really thought much about the way he was acting and how that was going to uh, play out. But, yeah, that was funny. It's yeah, great content.
1: It's and
0: all trio, y'all. all trio, y'all. All trio, y'all. The thing that was blowing me, though, too, is I just didn't think that he would. He kept saying all trio, y'all. But I was like, well, why are you talking about uh, uh, Angie? Like, she don't. I guess for me, I just always expect when you're dealing with in media, when you're dealing with media, like you just kind of expect for women to have something to say. And then I just I never thought and I guess he didn't talk up. He didn't talk about her one on one. He talked about them as a team. I just was kind of like, all right, bro, I mean, you can just talk to, you know, talk to those two, like leave her out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of just got to expect that that's what she's going to do. But
1: yeah, but it's like everybody been talking about Birdman with the whole Lil Wayne situation. So, I mean, you got to go to every radio station and say, put some respect on my name.
0: <laughs> put like, some respect what? on my name. <laughs> He's just talking to them because they're the biggest. That's his thing.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but it, this the only time we're going to talk about Birdman because we know his music ain't hitting on nothing. Um,
0: yeah. I didn't. Did you know he had a. his? He said his first record deal was $30 million when he was 18 years old? For him? Yeah. Mm. No, never. No, I was when I was watching the interview. That's what they said. I was like, 30 million million dollars for you, bro?" Is like, that
1: is he exaggerating facts?
0: That's what I I thought about too. Somebody in the comments said that too. Now you know there wasn't no thirty million dollars. <laughs> like, come
1: on! I bruh. just don't see that happening because I I just didn't. I never saw him as. I mean, I could see maybe because he came out after Master P, right?
0: No, did he? Did Cash Money come out? Who came out first? I I think, yeah, no, 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 Uh, yeah, Master P did come, Master P them did come out. So, because
1: maybe Master P was so big, and No Limit got so big, maybe uh, they saw him as, like, the, uh, could possibly be, like, the next Master P, because they both came out of New Orleans, I don't know.
0: But I don't, know. I don't think, because I think when he got that, that was when nobody, like, all of them, was. he said he was 18, and so... I don't well, think. I yeah, don't know. I think he really. made
1: that up. Um, I have to see some paperwork for that. I just can't believe that. That's just
0: like an unbelievable fact to me. He said nah. he, he was like $30 million. And he was like, he just went. I, I don't know. I, but you know what, too, though? Honestly, back in that, that time, though, he that was back in the time where when record labels were spending a whole lot of money. So they're like, if I put out $30 million, you, I know, I'm probably going to recoup this times five, so you know record deals were know. a lot larger though. Like,
1: I mean, I could say like five million at the most, ten, thirty million. What did, they signed you for life? Because th- that was an advance for uh for twenty for twenty albums.
0: But think about it though. but like this is this is in the nineties though. The nineties. But
1: was it? Was he saying? That was for whole cash money. No, did he had like a
0: That was for him. I just find that hard
1: to believe because I don't I don't equate him with talent like I equate him with business savvy for what he's done with cash money and maybe producing I don't know I just don't equate him with him as an artist himself maybe I gotta hear his earlier stuff
0: you see him like like a diddy like he like the dude Mm, that like the talent yeah
1: I would see him as a like a low budget diddy
0: Dang, wait! Well, the dude got money now. You can't call him. I no know buddy. he got now, money, but got, I
1: just feel like Diddy has more business savvy, um, and I think maybe it's just because Diddy is a little bit more articulate.
0: That's why, yeah, because I was gonna say, now, nah, dude got money. Like he, he definitely Birdman is. I mean, he's. Behind I mean, because he got he's Drake, behind he got, Nikki, he's behind Drake. Like the biggest rap artist out today they're all his, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. and even yeah, young money and all of that, all of that stuff is, is all his. So he definitely, he, he got it. I think one of the things I respect, I respect though, is that he's not, I don't mind people being articulate. Of course, I think that like there's a space for it, but I also think it's a space for people that are just them. And like, you know, he's just him. He still say Shree, but he got a lot of money. And when it comes to making deals and, and running business, he make it happen. Like, I don't know the ins and outs. I guess but it's
1: so funny because he's like forty something. He's like our parents' age, and he looks like I don't know a cross between an adult and a teenager.
0: I think it's just this. Just him saying Shree. I want him at this age for somebody to tell him that breast three. <laughs> the 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 t a the, the three. Three, put your tongue on the roof of your teeth and say, three, and let it just roll out. That's what yeah, I
1: Yeah, I mean, I respect this hustle. I mean, shout out to him. He's he's very business savvy. I know he has six, you know, probably like $400 million now. You know, I still am a little shaky on that $30 million initial takeoff.
0: Let but, the man be great with his $30 million. Yeah, I
1: mean, I, you know. And go Whatever. get them a
0: glass of lemonade. Yeah. That's what everybody's been drinking this weekend. If you if life lemonade, has you
1: lemons, make lemonade.
0: Make lemonade. When I actually watched the uh the film though, I missed that part. I was like, wait. Then somebody like I I got on Twitter and somebody kept saying it and I was like, Oh wait, is this why she made it? And then I had to watch it a second time and I was like, Got it, miss completely missed that part. Watch the whole thing though. The whole thing was dope. If y'all have been living yeah, I haven't heard about it. I'm sure you know. I don't even want to say that because I feel like everybody knows about this whole lemonade thing. Like, of everybody course. knows
1: Jay Z's uh, support. I just feel like to to think that they would put their personal business out there like that is dumb because they're so private.
0: I think they're not. This is why I, I was telling my friend. I was like, I think it's real because I feel if you look at the type of well Beyonce's music, it's always been personal. Everything that she Talks about is always based on where she is. In a oh cer- yeah, because bills moment. was
1: based off her mom and dad. Because when he was just managing them, like going back, I'm just thinking about stuff that she like makes personal. Bills was her mom paying the bills. All of them. when her dad was managing them,
0: right? All of them, all of her, all of her music has been it's come from a personal place, either something that she personally experienced or somebody that's close to her experience. And I feel like this. Was very personal It's something that she went through But I feel like they're over it So it's kind of like Well I can talk about it Because we're in a better place now So I can put this out there Because in the other little special she HBO special she had She said something to the tune of Like she hopes that You know her and Jay-Z Can make it through the tough times And um with the baby And all this other stuff So like I think it was. I think it's real. I think she's just over it. You know. I think they've gotten to a place where it's like, well, we're we'll beyond this, but this was a real deal thing. I but did you
1: hear what happened at her at Kelly's wedding?
0: I think. That I was mean, a Kelly, lie.
1: not Kelly's wedding. Kelly's birthday, birthday party? party. Yeah, I think that was a lie.
0: I ain't, I didn't really believe that.
1: Okay.
0: Now I will tell you though. I feel like she's she's cal- she's well, definitely you probably, calculated. I, did you enough. see it?
1: Because I know you were there.
0: <clears throat> I missed it that night. Me and Kelly had our own private um I, private thing. I like did this whole special thing for her. Um So oh, okay. I wasn't there because I, I had to work. <laughs>
1: Delusions. Go <laughs> ahead.
0: What you saying? Delusions. What? So I, look here, you got to put some respect on my relationship. You know what I'm saying? All I you when it you talk
1: become real. It,
0: my relationship is. You I know put what, respect I, on you know real what, things. I don't have to, I don't have to prove nothing to you because at the end of the day, my relationship is my relationship and that's between me my wife and God that's what it's between, so you know what you take I'm that up with God if you got a question got about it
1: our show so Kelly, you just call, call me and send me an email and baby, let baby us, listen to so me. I baby you don't, so have, to you don't and, have to prove anything you don't have to prove i really baby together. you don't
0: have to prove anything to her like just just let her go let her do her thing you didn't even you know what I'm saying if it wasn't for this podcast you wouldn't even be trying to check for her you know what I'm saying so baby just just whatever I ain't gonna even so let's move on. What what else we got to talk about? What else we got we got to unpack? Um, well, I'm, I think for that Harriet Tubman,
1: it's going to be on the twenty dollar bill. The
0: tub. Those if it, tub.
1: it's not going to be for like twenty to twenty thirty, right?
0: Yeah, that jumps the person. I was all I hyped, man, and how like, they announced it Twenty thirty, bro. That's, dang. You start thinking about how old you'll be in 2030 that's the real depressing part it's like Early. <laughs> that's a oh, 2030 man. right it, it puts a whole new perspective on it but definitely though for real for real shout out to uh harry tubman and this being a reality of course you know you, you know people on the internet are gonna have their response and people gonna be mad and pissed and oh she's so old people kept playing the clip of uh Raven Simone saying we need to move past that point and we need to get somebody like a Rosa Parks and, you know, actually just watched that before we started recording her saying, you know, we need to move. I think we need to we need to we need to be more progressive and think about somebody that was more progressive. How more progressive can you be (laughs) than freeing slaves from, you know, taking slaves on the Underground Railroad to free them from being beat, killed, raped, oppressed, like just treated like nothing. You can't get more uh, like progressive than that. That is that's the definition of progressive, if you will. But, you know, whatever. It's Raven Simone. That's what she does.
1: Oh, that's just so raving. Um, (laughs) What I
0: will say though is if I decide to leave brunch culture, you'll find out 30 minutes before I go.
1: (laughs) Okay, Michael Strahan. I'm calling him Strahan. Oh, no. Strahan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Kelly Ripper beef. But, you know, I saw her. And she handled it like a champ um, when she came back on. I mean, now, going off to the Caribbean, I mean, I don't think that might have been the best thing. But I think she wanted to prove a point. To Did you look. know
0: she makes $20 million a year? Did not know that. $20 million a year.
1: Well, she don't need to be mad. <laughs> she don't need to be mad. She's just like, they're going to get somebody else. I mean, she was a replacement for uh, Regis.
0: Well, the, the funny thing is, I used to watch that show when I was younger. When it used to be Regis and Kathy okay. Lee,
1: yeah, I watched Kathy and Holder. What's that? Kathy Lee has another show on NBC. Oh, I
0: do know that show. I do know that show. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. People, gonna I like, love yeah, Kathleen Holder. Yeah, but I mean, I don't watch the show. I saw that it had it, but yeah, I I, rem- I used to watch live with Regis and and Kathy Lee, and so you know, I remember you know Kelly coming in and. All of that good stuff. I just had no idea that they made that much money. Like $20 wow. million dollars a year is a lot of money. That's I mean, all. they
1: got to get a lot of advertising.
0: A whole lot of advertising. I, get, I didn't even, and I guess, you know, maybe it's like retired people. Because I'd be thinking, don't people got to work? Like, <laughs> young people just sitting home watching this. But I guess, you know, it's people that maybe like business owners and they don't have to go in, in to work at a certain time or stay-at-home moms i don't know whoever it is she gets paid 20 million dollars and so that is incredible i'm pretty sure michael Strahan is getting paid that if not you know almost that uh but i think i was watching this video though and that's what i want to talk about i was i was watching this video and the guy was saying there was the reporter he was saying that if she if kelly ripper had been a man then this would not have been an issue this wouldn't have had this wouldn't have come up at all like you know what i'm saying like she would have definitely she would have known um, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have like kept it. Behind, they wouldn't have kept it from her. And being that she <clears throat> essentially is kind of like the centerpiece for the show, she's like the star of the show, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, or she, yeah, she's like the star of the show. So that's what really like pissed her off and made her made her like really upset or whatever. So what do you think? You feel like it was like a it was a woman move. You feel like it was just something that, cause uh, Disney and whoever else apologized and said, like, you know, they, they handled it wrong. They apologized to her and they apologized to uh, Michael Strahan for telling him not to say anything. Um, But yeah, do you think, what do you think? You think it's like, I don't necessarily,
1: I don't know if it's, I I just think that producers and big business to them are all about business. And money and how things look. And I think that if it had been a man, they probably would have did the same thing. Because at the end of the day, it's about dollars and cents for these networks. And they moved Michael Strahan to GMWA, I think. No, Good Morning America. (laughs) GMA. I don't know why I said WA. I don't know. I'm thinking of the end. I don't know. Good Morning with America. They moved him to Good Morning America. Because their ratings were going down and he was helping boost ratings. So, him moving was strictly about money.
0: You know what I'm saying? Right, right,
1: And so, I'm thinking, like, had it been another woman on there, they might have said the same thing. If they just didn't want Kelly... I think that Kelly and ABC have already had some exchanges in the past. And maybe they were trying to I just don't know what the backstory story is. To yeah. say it's a woman. I feel like it's a money issue <clears> at the end of the day. But, I mean, who am I?
0: Yeah, now so I feel you. At
1: the end of the day, they was looking at money. It's dollars and cents. And they was like, what is going to cost the most? You know, and if they already had beef, sometimes people like to shave people just to get back at them because they know they can't get back, them, back at them any other way because they got a contract. So it's like... Right. You know, I don't know what beef they had going on before, Uh, but I do think that they should have told her. Um, I don't think that was right. I think they should have been honest and transparent with her because that the show consists of two people like it revolves around Kelly and Michael. So to take one of them, that's going to affect her. Um, So I think that was completely wrong and they should have been transparent. But I don't know if it was a woman issue or if it was a money. I feel like it was a money issue.
0: Yeah. I feel okay. like I, I guess I guess what I was thinking I feel like there's Kelly probably has more power on the back end. Um, and I feel probably feel like that's what she was. It seemed to me a little. It, a little like. Not, it didn't make really too much sense for it for her to be just upset that she wasn't informed, and they say she was informed like thirty minutes before it happened. So for me, it seemed like you know, it's not it it's not that. It's probably more so because she has more power on the back end in terms of who stays and who goes and who her uh, co host is. And so for that that very reason, it probably became, well, you know what, if you're going to take him away, I should have already been scouting people. I should have been known so that I can kind of make whatever decisions or I should have been a part of the decision making process for this to say, like, hey, you know, I want him to be here or to go or what have you and I feel like that's really what her, her she was upset about it wasn't just the well he's leaving the show and going somewhere it was probably more so of you know what I'm supposed to be a part of these decisions I'm supposed to be making these decisions as well you guys didn't include me in that that's why I'm upset like I feel like that's mm-hmm. really what it is and not yeah. like yeah
1: I can see that, but, but anyway, you know, like, if I make twenty, $20 million dollars, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Mexican gonna be
0: a good <laughs> You make twenty million dollars a year. I think at the end of the day, it's probably a principal thing. But you know, for people like us, that's just you know scraping our little coins up. <laughs> twenty million dollars sound like all right. I- I'd be up, all right. Man. I'd
1: be like all right, Michael. All you know right, take somebody else. I'll <laughs> holler
0: at you, bro. Um, you know, maybe you can be a special guest and come by and. You know, you wear your little suit, flash a gap. That's great. What? Whenever you want to come, you want to sit in my seat. Dude, as long as I get my twenty mil, I'm good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, hey, more power to y'all. GM, not it's not a
0: WA. Good morning with America. <laughs> or is it Good Morning White America? <laughs> Lisa that came, up, right, Lisa came I, up. with
1: not, that. Not, how many
0: black people watch GMA? See, y'all see how ignorant Lisa is. <laughs> A lot of black people watch GMA.
1: I know. I don't. I watch the <laughs> show. But um, Al Roker's on there. But uh, <laughs> y'all, that's it for our scroll. Next up, we have our main dish.
0: Sonda
1: like some wish something so coming still so rare and I'm an
0: all right y'all so we are back for the main dish. Main dish. Hey, a main
1: dish I was like, All when
0: I, I was starting, I was like, wait, this is you
1: Purple
0: rain, purple oh,
1: rain. Like, I don't know that part.
0: This is the remix with the main dish I, into purple rain.
1: Yeah, but I don't know what Brown. he's saying when he
0: said. Dun, 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 dun,
1: dun, dun. Purple rain,
0: purple rain. That's
1: the only part I know.
0: Yeah, we are gonna ban you for it's too early for you to be messing up Prince song. We not gonna.
1: I was never no.
0: into Prince like that.
1: What? Um. I just recently got into uh, oh. what's his song. Oh uh, if I was your girlfriend, would you come dress it? I don't. I don't know. Oh gosh. I best. don't even
0: know how we're gonna. So I we were supposed to be having a discussion about Prince. And his impact. I, mean, I know and about you, like, Prince's you... impact,
1: but I wasn't like super, super into Prince. I always thought he was a, you know, a complicated man.
0: A complicated man. What does that mean?
1: Because he was androgynous. He had this whole androgynous thing going on, mm-hmm. but I never thought he's androgynous, but he's like masculine. Does that make sense? Me and my friends are talking about this Sunday. Like, to me, Prince is a manly man, but he wore, like, makeup and stuff. So he's, like, complex.
0: Yeah. Th- honestly, though, I think that was the greatness. That was a part of the greatness and for me. It, it, and let me let me start. So t- I got to go way back because my stepdad, I got introduced to Prince from my stepdad. My stepdad used to listen to Prince oh, all the time day in and day out and like blast it right Mm -hmm. and so like as a kid i didn't really know you know you just know you know of prince you know about prince you heard about prince you've seen things with prince the one thing that always stuck in my mind was prince wore high heels and for me i was like a dude wearing high heels like i just don't understand but he like wearing high heels and he get these and he get like all these women and like these women are bad women, too, like, and they go crazy over him. I don't understand how this works. Like, how in the heck, you know, does this dude wear high heels and, like, have a shortcut hair hairstyle that look like my aunt's, but, like, he get all these women? Like, that just, to me, that just blows me. I don't get it, Right. But my stepdad used to like always blast his music or whatever And I remember I used to be so frustrated Because of course like you're younger well, I'm younger I want to listen to like you know some R&B Some current r and B. I I want to listen to some like Some, some hip hop that I know Some artists that, that I see on TV all the time Doing interviews right So anyway Got into it literally just started listening to it And my stepdad was like you need to listen to like the actual music You enjoy music This is actual music Like listen to the instrumentation of of the background music like you got to understand what's going on and this dude is he, he, he he's composing all of this stuff and so i started listening to it and the song that was like my favorite print song it's kind of hard to really pick a favorite but if i had to it would be diamonds and pearls when i tell you i can listen to that song on repeat and just not turn it off. Like that, that song is just, is, is just dope. Like from start to finish, it's, it's great. So I started getting into that song, then start listening to, you know, Little Red Corvette and like all of these, like my, literally my stepdad again, he had like every print CD. So he's just going and just play it on loop, right? Mm-hmm. And so I remember kind of being, you know, ashamed to, say that I like Prince because <laughs> but kind of for the very same reasons. Like he you know it's like, "Oh, well, this dude, you know, you don't know, he I he wear high heels, like he got like a well, short haircut. So like it just to me I was like, I don't really know if I can get into Prince. My stepdad listened to Prince, but I remember being in middle school and going and these guys were having this conversation about this Prince song. And so I was like, oh, wait, y'all like Prince? And they were like, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, wait, this is like, it's actually cool to like Prince, right? Like this dude's music is undeniable. His talent is undeniable. And so even in places and spaces where people might be like, oh, you know, it's confusing or I don't really, you know, Prince is like the other guy. because there's a lot of even like on social media now, it's kind of like one of those things where people are like, oh, well, he was a. Uh, He's a shady queen and yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, like he was him. And I think um, there's a lyric of one of his songs. I forget the name of the song, but he says something about like people uh, wanting to know whether he was straight or he was gay or something like that. And it's just like, I'm me. And honestly, at the end of the day, I'm not trying to no matter what I am, I'm, I'm me. And, you know, I've, I, I have a wife and I have, you know, a girlfriend or whatever. And that's who, you know, she gets me. And I understand it. And I'm just trying to, I'm not trying to succumb to whatever norms or whatever boxes you're telling me that have to be in. I'm just going to be myself. And I think in that regard, it was, it's, it's such a amazing thing. And it's something that I, I remember watching. And I was probably in middle school when it like really just clicked for me. And I was like, yo, not only is this dude extremely talented like ridiculously talented but honestly he's just being 100 percent himself and he's not asking questions you know what i'm saying like he's he's not answering any questions about it like i don't really you know if you you don't get it don't listen if you don't you know what i'm saying like if you don't like me then heck don't like me but keep it moving like this is i'm me and i think for i just i just respected that and i think a lot of people that's why i was no matter what you can be it's cool to get in the Prince because it's like, yo, I remember trick daddy saying that like, yo, that was, you know, Prince is, you can, you, you gotta respect it. Like, it's okay. Like you can't, you, you gotta respect the genes and And no matter how you feel about this dude or how you feel about, you know, people that look like him or appear like him, like you gotta respect who this dude is. And honestly, he's unapologetically himself. And I think that's, to me, that was always like the most powerful thing. And, that's why like hearing about it it was such a it was it was really a hit for me because i'm like man like here is somebody that has inspired musicians but has inspired just people in general to just be themselves you know what i'm saying and like mm-hmm. be confident in themselves and that's what i love for me that's what like really it, it wasn't just a it's not just a loss to like the music world i feel like it really is this is somebody that like made a mark on the world for real simply by just being himself and being authentically himself and I'm pretty sure you know that it took him a while to get through that to get to that point or he had to go through things in order to be you know exactly who he was but I just think it's so powerful that he could be exist in that space and have you know people people have kind of like reservations towards him no matter who they were and he still just be like yep and I'm still gonna be me so yeah. Yeah. Let's keep it going.
1: I think one of the things that I didn't know about him was the fact that he was such a uh, philanthropist. Oh, I can't even get the word out. Uh, philanthropist. That's it, right?
0: Philanthropist. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. I'm having, I'm messing <laughs> up words today. Gosh, it's not even lyrics. But Van Jones, did you see Van Jones talking about him on CNN? Yeah. Um, The work that he did and it was because of, you know, he was a Jehovah Witness that he couldn't talk about it publicly. But I know I'm familiar with Van Jones program with coding and to know that like Prince was behind that That was so dope. And the encouraging words he gave Van when Van left the White House. And he was like, you could do great stuff again. And I think, you know, just him being, you know, so confident in himself And being able to give that to other people like, you know, and, you know, Van talking about like how consistent and how he was always there for people at the lowest points was like very inspirational. Because, you know, you think about somebody as busy, as creative as him and the fact that he would take out the time to connect with people is like such a message to us, you know, to be able to no matter how busy we get, how big we are to really value the people in our lives.
0: Yeah. No. And I think honestly, cause was it just last year? He did the, um, he did that, that concert for, for Baltimore. Um, and he actually released uh, two, he made a song for Baltimore. And like, I believe it was the, the second, um, the second album that he released last year that uh, the proceeds, like all of the proceeds for it, he donated or something like that. Like it was, Yeah, that 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 was who he was. Honestly, he's just such a phenomenal. (laughs) He was just such a phenomenal person, and I feel like you gotta be you get you have to be inspired by that. Like he passed away. He passed away what on Thursday? Friday for me was like last Friday was just really rough. It just kind of brought up like. For me, I'm like every time I get on social media, I'm seeing somebody die. And then on the heels of like having my friend pass away as well, it just kind of mm-hmm. became like a big thing for me. I'm like, oh, I'm just tired of dealing with this. Like, I'm tired. It's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. But I kept listening to I turned on diamonds and pearls and I just kept listening to it on repeat over and over and over again. And then like it just I was like. So here's the thing that I want people to get from this, right? Whether you were like, whether you knew Prince's music or you knew Prince, or you just thought, you know, he was just, you know, a funny meme of people saying like when you were young and wild and now you old and judgy, like if you thought that's what, no matter what, like when you find out about who this guy was as a man, and you know, the relationships that he had with people, the way that he like spoke, <clears throat> he spoke like positivity but he was real real and that's what that's that's the thing too he's like very authentic and so there is a um there's a lot of videos of There's like this one video of him cuz he has there's this one um well, he said something like, my microphone is on. He's like, when I'm on stage, my microphone is on. Oh, yeah. And yeah. And people kept That's saying lovely. like, um, people like, oh, you know, this is the shady queen. He's like going in. And he d- I mean, he definitely does have like, whether he meant it to be shady or not, it's shady and it's funny. Um, but he was just a hundred percent like authentic. He was himself. Like, I remember him being on the view and them talking, them talking to him about, they asked him about like what he felt about Justin Bieber and Lady Gaga and stuff like that. And he was like, you know, different strokes for different folks. Like if that's what you get into, you know, more power to you. I'm into, you know, musicians and artists and, and things like that. And it's kind of (laughs) like, yo, he really, you know what I'm saying? Like he's, he's a person that's not, they're, they're not looking for, the fame of it. Um, there was another interview I watched because this was maybe like a few years ago. I kind of went on this, this like sitting down and just watching a whole bunch of Prince interviews. And I've always enjoyed, like ever since I was a little kid, I've enjoyed watching interviews of celebrities and like getting to know like people that are really extremely talented and people that have made it to like these really high levels of, of success. You know how they are. What do they what do they think about stuff? So I it was maybe it was like two years ago. Um, I went through and was just, like, watching a whole bunch of Prince videos um, and just watching, like, his interviews. And he was saying, like, he had to, on one interview, he said, at some point in time, I had to decide, you know, what was important to me. Was fame important to me or was music important to me? Was making good music important to me? Was it is it more important to just be, you know, famous and have people know your name and live the rock star life? Or is it more important to honestly be a true musician and... When he made that decision that that's what it was That's when he stopped caring about what his numbers Looked like and he stopped caring about You know whether oh you know All of these people are running after me And saying like oh Prince 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 Is like nah I just want to be A musician and that's what mm-hmm. he Was and like in, in being a perfectionist And being a musician and just really loving it um, I just I, it's, it's it's so Crazy I though was
1: saying, um, I saw something today that he has in A vault with Oh, um, enough music to make a hundred albums because he recorded two he recorded two so- new songs a day yeah and then he didn't even give the he said he didn't give the record company his best music
0: mm-hmm. he, so like he talk- we
1: have not even heard the half of prince
0: the funny thing is he when he's on arsenio hall he talked about that he talked about um all, all this extra music he has and he says like because he is such a perfectionist like people will hear songs and be like oh my gosh this is so great and there could be one part that he'll pull out and be like "Uh uh-uh because of this i don't like it like yeah it's good but like no we could have redid that and he used to rehearse like every day he had he rehearsed every day he had rehearsals like with him and his band and they just they're going through stuff they're creating new music and stuff like that to me that's 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 amazing that's powerful but one thing in us doing this and us talking about this i know we kind of like all over the place because when you're talking about prince there's so much stuff you can unpack but the one thing that i want to talk about us to talk about and just to have everybody think about is um the person that inspires you like who who is that person for you um or who are those people just to name a few if you have to or if you just choose one person like who is the person or what is the thing that inspires you and consider, have you let that person know, you know, that you appreciate them? Because one thing that this has brought up to me as well is like for a lot of people, Prince being authentically him, it allowed them to also be authentically them in Mm -hmm. whatever space and whatever case. Uh, But at the same time, not really making that connection of, you know what, seeing this person be 100% themselves kind of freed me to be who I am, or just, you know, or just appreciate my style, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's, things as simple as that, like, you don't, you know, there's something that's quirky about you, I know for myself, one of my biggest things was, I'm a bit of a nerd, like, I there's some certain things that, like, I literally nerd out on, technology is one of them, music is another one, like I can just kind of go in and I get like really <laughs> just excited, and there's parts like background parts, and I'm like, No, you got to listen to this part. And I usually, unless you're close to me, like you're a close friend, I usually won't, you know, I don't really express all of those things to a lot of people. It's that's usually something for me, it's kind of like, Oh, you know, I kind of keep this in to myself, but um, here recently, I really have been, No, I like this song, no, this is this one part of this song that I really, really like ride before i go in um was that uh, i remember this song i used to be embarrassed to say that i liked uh uh carrie underwoods before he cheats that song is like it. the song is so dope but i used to be so embarrassed to say that i like the song because it's like the all of the background music like if i could just get just the track in itself it's just fire. And then her voice on top of it is just like real fire. But I used to be so embarrassed to tell people that, like, I listen to Carrie Underwood and the title of the song is Before He Cheats. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this big old black dude. It's like, oh yeah, I listen to Carrie Underwood. But, you know, looking at seeing a person like Prince or, 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 you know, it, people just, just hardcore music lovers. Honestly, like, to me, that was, it was amazing. I remember hearing, uh, Jay-Z talk about like being a fan of Destiny's Child music and like buying their album and being like yo I gotta listen to that and I was like you know Jay-Z you're listening to like an and b pop group but it's to me it was one of those things of like you it's music yo and you gotta like stop you can't and because, it's
1: friend to know that you could just like what you like
0: yeah and it's like and I don't have to have an explanation for why I like this this white girl this country white girls music like you know what i'm saying like we we're we're polar opposites in terms of you know what we look like our stature our our communities what have you but you created something i honestly really enjoyed it and i still to this day will enjoy it and like you know it's a part of a playlist that i have on my phone um for all of the reasons of loving music so anyway i i'm going on and on and on but yeah what what inspires you and think of like have you told that person or like acknowledged that thing as an inspiration
1: um you're asking me what i what inspires me yeah um what inspires me um my family inspires me, my friends. I'm just now getting more vocal to people about them inspiring me and me appreciating them. Um, Because I, I think I'm inspired by small things Mm -hmm. like, you know, you just being transparent about you liking that song. That's the inspiration. Cause that me like that, those kinds of things free me to be more, transparent about things that I like that are not n- not necessarily the norm. Right. Before brunch culture, probably people didn't know that I like like trap music sometimes. Yeah. I was just telling Randall that I rode back from Virginia listening to ca- old Cash Money songs but not with Tree. Um, not with Birdman, the joke. Psh. Okay. Psh. Nobody didn't catch that. Um, right but I think head. that listen to van jones talk about prince and when they said what do you feel and he said guilt um like made me pause and think about the very thing you're talking about like not giving people their flowers while they're here right um and it made me like consider like i don't want to have that feeling for anybody that i'm close to yeah to say when they say what do you feel in this moment and the only thing you can say is cry and guilt like I just if I have the it makes me like say hey I want to tell people I value you I appreciate you you're important to me and it's it's really important to say it because sometimes we live in a culture like where I feel like It's easier for us to express stuff in a Facebook or social media post than actually tell the person. Right. Um, And we're like, dang, man, you gave me this long post for my birthday. I didn't even know you felt like that. (laughs) (laughs) And you told the world, you could have just texted me and it'd probably been more more effective. Um, But so, yeah. Um, Definitely inspired by my parents. Inspired by one of my biggest uh, career inspirations is Ravi Zacharias. Mm-hmm. Um, love, love everything he does. Try to mimic some of his moves. Um, I should write him an email telling him. How. You know what? I did write him an email. His secretary
0: emailed me back. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, you got to the secretary. She talked to him, so you kind of yeah. talked to him too.
1: <laughs> so, but you know, just really. Sharing that to people. I need to write Drake a letter. Um, because you know I'm a Drake fan. Go ahead,
0: on, make it happen. You know, I mean, hey, all right, well, yeah. <laughs> Are rolling the letter? <clears throat> um, I mean, I can just pick up the phone and call her. I don't have to to write a letter. What's the number? I can't tell you because then I have to tell the world, and nobody, everybody, don't need to be calling, my baby. Okay. Anyway. So I I feel you. That's what's up. I um for me I'm, I am definitely a person. My best friend has this joke about me always being inspired by everything. But I just believe I have this belief that no matter who the person is, what the situation is, there is something that you can learn from it. And so me taking that position always ends up resulting in me being re- being inspired by something. But just honestly though, watching people be themselves. To me, that's inspiration. Like literally having somebody that is, you know, the biggest socialite um, and watching them kind of be themselves and be in their their element. I just really appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, oh, there's something I can learn from you. And there is somebody that is an extreme introvert that may like collect. I don't know pokemon trading cards to me there's something that i could learn from them there's something that i can be inspired by so i'm definitely a person that really is like inspired by people being themselves but watching that i think what it does for me is it frees certain areas because i'm very like i can i I can be very much so a perfectionist and very much so like really in my head um Mm -hmm. i heard somebody describe themselves as an uh introverted extrovert and i'm like as crazy as that sound that's me like i i love people i love being around people you know i love like you know i can i definitely enjoy like people and knowing people but honestly there are times where i'm just like i just want to go home and be by myself i honestly mm-hmm. don't want to be around people all the time i want to <laughs> go home and like go to my room and sit in my bed and read a book or write or turn on some music and just kind of not have to talk to nobody and just kind of be in this this realm by myself, but mm-hmm. because I can, and that sometimes results in me like living in my head and thinking about stuff and overthinking overthinking things. But seeing other people be 100 percent them, it frees up like certain areas in my mind of being like, you know what? That's okay. It's mm-hmm. okay to do this. It's okay to do this. It's okay to be like, yo this here's a flaw that I have or issue that I have or something that I'm working on or something that I'm really not that good with or something I'm not comfortable with. A lot of, a lot of the insecurities that I had growing up were kind of relinquished in that very way. Seeing other Mm -hmm. people have like the same issues or other people admit to like, Oh, I was insecure about this, but honestly, yeah, I just, yeah, it's not that big a deal for me. Like I just kind of keep it moving. Like who cares? And I'm like, wait, you can do that? Huh. I guess I should do it too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like to me, that's, that's always an inspiration. So I don't know. I think I'm inspired too by transparency. I think that's
1: one of the biggest inspirations that I've, that I, that has been most effective in my life because it frees you up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, It stops you from like living and kind of for me, it stops me from like beating myself up from stuff that is like, I can't really help that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I'm, I really am in many cases. Again, I can be very nerdy and I know it and I'm okay. Like, I am the little, I still, as grown as I am, if you put on an old 1990s Power Rangers episode, I am going to be glued to the TV and I'm probably going to be sitting there like, this junk looks so fake now, but I really want to watch it. I do, I want to watch the whole episode. I can sit here and watch. The uh, Power Rangers The original Power Rangers And the Power Rangers Turbo movie By myself And like <laughs> I know I ha- I got a homeboy That's probably gonna listen to this show And be like Yo you really good Cause we were driving And I was like Yo I'm finna turn on uh, Power Rangers Turbo He was like You about to watch what bro <laughs> like, You finna watch what And I'm like Dude How you don't get into this But that part of me Like that kid aspect of me Still You know Exists I still like Like Fiction stuff, and I like, you know, thinking about powers and magic, and you know, fighting sorcerers and all of this crazy stuff. Like, I really, I think it's really dope. And I also, you know, it, there's so many different layers that I feel like we all have. We just have to allow ourselves to do that. So I, I just believe if you don't take anything away from everything that's happened this past week in the life of Prince, and honestly, the legacy of what he was, I feel like, you know. <clears throat> as complex and complicated as he he may seem and as uncomfortable as it may make some people feel I honestly think that if you look at who he was to me what your takeaway should be is I should be authentically myself and be able to stand in that because really that is the only way you're going to truly make an impact is if you can like first impact yourself like if you can first be like you know what this quirkiness about me this weird thing about me this thing that i like that you know people may tell me i shouldn't like or it's a little weird or yo you you need to grow out of that it's kind of like well you know me being me and being owning who i am in this space might help so many other people just to be authentically them so shout out to prince and y'all think about that think about like who inspires you or what inspires you and just ask yourself like have i let this person know and not like let them know on facebook please don't post a whole bunch of facebook posts instagram posts. like that's not letting somebody know take them to lunch <laughs> <laughs> like some you know th- th- seeing that's people like personal yeah way people making all these like, big mm-hmm. posts and it's like no people don't even have to know take this person to lunch send them a card call them and just say hey look you being you or you doing this or whatever it is like that i appreciate you for that that has meant this to me that's helped me in this way and just share it and it don't have to be like some mushy moment where it's like oh my gosh you love me it's like hey look this is uncomfortable for me i was just thinking about it um i just wanted to let you know x y and z i actually did this for one of my homeboys that live in orlando's like one of my uh Really good friends. Usually when I go back to Florida, I stay at his house after my friend passed away. You know, I was kind of on this whole kick of like just telling everybody like I love them. I think, but I've never said, you know, to my home, this is my homeboy. I don't be like, bro, I love you. But like, honestly, like when I was leaving, I was like, yo, man, I just want to let you know that like I really appreciate your friendship. I appreciate, you know, you you being in my life and like you just kind of being here to, to look out for me. Um, throughout the years or whatever, and like I was like, dude, like I really love you and thank you. And it's so funny because he's not like he's like, all right, man, and he was like, nah, he's like, I get it, man. I really get the space that you in. And he was like, honestly, dude, like this maybe like a couple weeks later, he texted me. He's like, hey, man, thank you for being for being transparent. It was a little, he was like honestly, it was a little weird. But then he was like, nah, it was a lot weird at first, but like I appreciate it though because you know nobody ever says those things, and I'm just thinking about your friend passing away and just thinking like, Oh, well, what if you passed away and we never like had that exchange? Like, you know what I'm saying? When people start, he's like, if, if you're sitting at somebody's funeral and all these people are saying like, Oh, I just love this person so much. And it's like, well, did they know that? Because if they yeah. didn't know that, you know, they're going to be good. But what, what does that do for you to know that this person is no longer here and you are no longer going to have that opportunity. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's just messed up. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> But I think that's dope because, I mean, inspiration, uh, you being inspired by people and turning that into a positive is dope because so many take inspiration and it turns into intimidation and creates another insecurity within them. Right. So um, I think being inspired by a person and channeling that aspiration to conquering insecurities is something that like we should be doing. Right. And so many people in our generation use inspiration or not just our generation, generations throughout the years. Inspiration turns into intimidation and it creates an a comparison in, in instead of gleaming
0: from another person. So um that's dope. For sure, for sure. Well guys that's it for our main dish and we will be back for the toast or roast. Wow. Yeah Yeah Running through the six with my woes.
1: Count money, you know how it goes Pray the real live forever, man Pray the fakes get exposed I want that Ferrari,
0: then I swear all right, and we are back with our Toast or Roast. Yeah. So this week, I just, I, I read this article, and it actually was about New York, but they commented about D.C. as well, and they were talking about rent prices. So they were saying that and this this article was for New York, and it says uh, rent will devour two-thirds of your income this year based on some th- this study, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've been looking for apartments um, in the DMV area and everything is expensive and people are like, but you make the money, you can afford it. And that all makes sense. It's cool. But the fact that I have to pay fifteen sixteen hundred dollars for a studio, for a box, for something where all my stuff going to be in the same room together is ridiculous it blows my mind and i just i i i'm tired of it (laughs) i really am tired of it like it is it is the hardest thing in the world i was actually just talking to um a colleague of mine and she was telling me that she found a place where she pays like a thousand dollars a month and so i'm like wait you pay a thousand dollars like that's good and she was like no i was thinking it's expensive i was like no a thousand dollars is great like but then to find out that she actually lives with her boyfriend and so they have the two-bedroom apartment. However, it's still good that she's like for her two-bedroom, for her dog, and for a parking space, it's $1,000. For all of that in the places that I've been looking for, the cheapest I found was like 1450 Um And then even saying, okay, I'm going to get a roommate. Me and my one of my homeboys were looking at places like, oh, we'll just room together. That the cheapest place That we, we The cheapest places That we're finding it Was going to run us Like $1,200 1300 And so it's just like Yo Who What the heck Like Why Are these rent prices So expensive Like At what point in time Are we going to do something Like either I need to Somebody need to run me Some more money um, Or Not even run me Some more money Honestly we need to do Some regulation Some regulating Of these rent prices Because it's ridiculous Like I'm coming from Florida where I had a nice size one bedroom apartment. And I think in total with everything that's with cable and I had like a cable box and like all premium channels. And I was I had like everything. I maybe was paying like a smooth 1050. Maybe like but that's like with everything included. The fact that like 1050 here. It's probably not going to even get me a quarter of what I had then in like a prime location. It's just it's frustrating. I want somebody to do something about it. Um, I really like I'm about to write everybody in Congress and be like, yo, I know y'all got it and I know y'all own homes. But at the end of the day, I don't. And I got to pay rent. And there's a lot of us out here paying rent and working for you know non-profits or for the government and just trying to really make it happen and make it work and these high behind rent fees and then when you ask people it's like oh i asked this one complex i was like hey do y'all have like any discounts like if you uh, are employed by certain places and they're like oh well, the highest discount we have is one percent you're gonna take one percent that's not a discount you should have kept that bullshit. like that's not doing (laughs) nothing for me what is one percent gonna do for my rent rate yo like nothing it's it's astronomical so i'm roasting rent prices in the dmv because it's ridiculous
1: yeah uh yeah i've seen it with my own eyes when i was when i thought i was gonna move to the DC, dc area sooner um, and I was looking at rent prices. I was like, "Oh man, this is ridiculous."
0: It is extremely ridiculous. It makes absolutely no sense.
1: So I want to toast Steve Harvey, um, because he's on a ride for charity benefit in his Steve Harvey Foundation, and from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Um, for the last 20 days, he walks doing the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Walks and run runs i think most of the time on the treadmill to raise funds for his foundation to help a 100% of the proceeds are going to help um young boys oh wow um his mentorship program that's amazing and he, he does it live stream so people can watch him on periscope facebook live um and i was like man that's that's big to run for four hours every morning. Like yeah, I was like, dope. he's gonna be a stick figure. Um, Kevin Hart can came- called in and donated fifty grand. Um, and Charlamagne called in the next day. And he was like, "I'm not Kevin Hart, but I respect you. I give you five, dollars <laughs> 5, Oh, I thought you <laughs> say five dollars. I'm
0: gonna say wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: So shout out to Steve Harvey. That's really dope. That shows that he's really passionate about his foundation and the, the young men and women and they're impacting and providing scholarships and providing training and that's amazing. So shout out to Steve. Toast you, Steve. Cheers.
0: Most definitely. That's what's up. All right, now, and it's time for the uh, the good vibe. This week's good vibe. We got a good vibe for this week? Do we, yep. we got it?
1: This week comes from Jeffrey Johnson. It says, long periods of non-production leads to diminish expectations
0: from Jeff Johnson.
1: No, it's a. It's not
0: Je- cousin Jeff.
1: It's a. It's a pastor. Oh, named Jeffrey Johnson.
0: It's like this from Jeff Johnson. He's like Jeffrey. I'm like, you mean Jeff?
1: Not cousin Jeff. No,
0: not cousin, cousin Jeff. Jeff.
1: Why you keep calling him Je- no cousin Jeff? That wasn't his name. Cousin Jeff. What's it? Oh God, <laughs> I'm making up stuff. he's <laughs> said what's Cousin Jeff.
0: Cousin Jeff. I had to Google this This is just You know We all have like Off seasons And that's okay right, y'all Well as always guys We thank you guys For listening to Brunch Culture Thank you guys For keeping up with us For following the show For following uh, us On social media On Twitter We're at Brunch Culture And on Instagram We're at Brunch underscore Culture Make sure you guys Are keeping up with the website At BrunchCultureBC.com We have all of our Websodes there Make sure you go to iTunes and subscribe 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 And leave some comments Good, bad, or indifferent We love your comments we love to see what you guys think about the show a lot of people i get a lot of text messages from people that listen to the show but i and i I appreciate it keep them coming but definitely feel free to just go to uh itunes and just leave a comment there subscribe to us on speaker and i actually heard that android has like a podcast app now so yeah and
1: we're on there we're on google play now
0: do dope google play okay do they have like a comment section can people subscribe and leave stuff no they said
1: it would be up on the 25th so, Perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. So go and, and, and subscribe on Google Play. And as always, guys, we here at Brunch Culture. Remember that everything is up for discussion.